Hey everybody, Jesse here from Flyers Alley and Old City Sports Network. I want to tell you guys about one of our newest sponsors, Neshaminy Creek Brewing. Go to www.neshaminycreekbrewing.com. Check out all their cool beers. They have some of the best looking cans in the area. Everything is Philadelphia based, looks like Philly, gives you the Philly vibe. They have some great IPAs, Pilsners, Stouts, the works. Guys, go to www.neshaminycreekbrewing.com. Go check out this great sponsor. That we love at Old City Sports Network, and they love us too. Thanks, guys. Hey, everybody. Jesse here from Flyers Alley and Old City Sports Network. Want to rep our new sponsor, Sterling Pig Brewery out of Media, Pennsylvania. Right now, I am drinking the Snuffler IPA. Literally, their flagship easy-drinking IPA with hoppy notes and citrus and tropical fruit. Let me tell you something. This thing goes down smooth. It's great for a pound session, and it's great for a good Flyers game. Guys, go to www.sterlingpig.com. Go into the store, pick up some of their merch, pick up some of their beers. Have a great night. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Flyers Alley. I am your host, Jesse Bell, the Admiral, Jesse from Delco, whatever you wanna, whatever we're calling me uh, this week. Um, along with me in the alley, as always, Gummy Wade. How you doing, brother? Good, good, good. Man, How about yourself? Uh, we're doing the, the official finale of the season, 2021-22 uh, season. Doing that. This, that's what this is going to be. Before we do that, I do want to give some shout outs to our boy Anthony here. He's officially the third of Flyers Alley. So, you know, give him a little bit of love. What's going on, boys? Happy, uh, was today a Sunday? Finally, the season's over. Yeah, it is over. It's, it's a lot less stressful today, I feel. You know what it feels like? First of all, thank you so much for adding me to your show. I love it. Anytime I can talk flyers, good or bad. It's been a lot bad this year, but I'm all for it. 
This feels to me, you know, being in school, it's the last day of school, summer vacations here. You're all excited as you're walking out. You're like, you know what? I don't have to see that place for the next three months. Screw all the teachers. I'm done with it. That's how it feels today with this season being over. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Um, thank you for, uh, I guess, accepting our um, reach to be part of Flyers Alley. Uh, it's going to be an interesting one today. It's going to be a lot of cursing. It's going to be a lot of uh, fuck yous, fuck me's, fuck everything. And, uh, yeah, so um, – before we jump into this, like I said, thank you, Anthony, for joining Flyers Alley. You guys will see a lot more of him, obviously, next season. Um, like us on uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash Flyers Alley, on Twitter at Flyers Alley Pod 1, and Instagram at Flyers Alley, which we are apparently live on right now for the first time. I think I figured it out. I'm not seeing it, but it may be. Who knows? Saying it is, I'm not going to mess with it. Um Go to www.oldcitysportsnetwork.com, old spelled O-L-D, for all your OCS podcasts and articles. We're going to have some merch up there next year. Let's get into some alley talk. No sound effects this time? Did you not hear them? Nope. I thought I was the only one. <laughs> well, that sucks. <laughs> I, 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 heard, I heard you clicking. Yeah. Did Jamie click? Click, click, click. You know what? Fuck. <laughs> There's the first fuck. Anyway, um, I'm not even going to mess with that. Fucking thing up. sucks. That's fucking bullshit. Um, Do it live. It's just, it's, I had to take all my shit to the fucking ice works for the, the draft for the Eagles, so I may have not hooked something up. Or I don't know. I don't fucking know. Um, this segment of Alley Talk is brought to you by Body Check Wellness. Go to www.bodycheckwellness.com. Use promo code OCS in all caps for 25% off CBD needs. Flyers lose, uh, beat the Penguins. No, this is the only one we had this week, I guess. Beat the Penguins 4-1. to one. Uh, With that being said, I mean, we wanted this to happen, so it did. And, I mean, what are you guys' thoughts on this win? We'll start with Anthony. Well, I mean, it's always good to beat the Penguins, right? Whether it's regular season, exhibition, playoffs. I remember when they came back to the bubble a couple of years ago, that first exhibition game. It didn't matter. You want to beat the Penguins. But do we really want to beat them in this situation? Because now, as we're recording, I got my TV up. I have to act like I want freaking Seattle to go to overtime at the very least because we're watching the standings. Like, I guess it's great you beat the Penguins, but they're moving on, getting ready for the playoffs, and the Flyers are shining up the golf bags. Yeah, that is a good point. That's a good point. Wade, what do you think? <clears throat> I mean, it's always great to, to beat Pittsburgh, especially when they have all their guns out on the fucking ice, too. So that's another uh, check mark for us. But it um, doesn't really matter when it comes to seeding because uh, looking at a mock draft, it, it already looks like Seattle would take a defenseman. I think the Flyers are pretty lined up in the pipeline with defensemen. Yeah, we got quite a few. Um, I was just trying to find that cord. I'm missing the cord. I didn't plug it in. So no sound effects today. Um, that sucks. I like. Do you guys not hear the slapping thing in the background? I heard like a chair moving. I don't know. That's me. Did you hear this? Very, very, very faint. Yeah, that's through my mic. Yeah, I'd have to go through and do some stuff. I'm not going to do it. Um, that's unfortunate. Um, 
I like this. Every Flyers fan likes it, but at the same time, I mean, we're at the point in the season where you definitely are going to want um, a better draft pick, and we'll 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 get to that later because obviously, that's uh, literally the only thing we can really talk about with the Flyers right now when it go, talks about moving forward, um, who they're going to get, where they're at. And uh, we did have Anthony did is going to give us some information on that when it comes up. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, this is the only win of the weekend, to be honest with you. It's the one that I thought we were going to lose. Um, because after this, you know, you get – they lose to the Hawks 3-1, to one, which, to be honest with you, I forget who said it, and I think it was Wade. Uh, if, if one of their all-stars shows up, it's curtains. And that's kind of what happened. Jonathan Tate showed up and kind of gave break the, it. the spanking. Yeah, I don't consider him an all-star. I mean, I'd I'd rather have him over almost everybody on our uh, roster except for Sean Couturier. It's a very bold statement. Um, I'm with him. <laughs> thank you. I, I'm a fan of of Kirby Doc, and I'm a fan of Alex to break it. But I mean, I'm not I'm not drinking the Kool Aid yet. I will uh, when when it's necessary. When I hear what, what draft picks we have and where we're at, uh, that's probably when it's gonna when it's gonna happen. Um, but yeah, um, so we lose to the Hawks, you know, then we lose to the Jets for nothing, which I, I also, I thought we were going to, I thought we could win that one. Um, Greg Montour checks in, uh, fuck the Penguins. Glad, glad we beat them. Yeah. I also but, called that on, uh, the Winnipeg Jets game. I said, if yeah. the goaltender shows up, it wasn't even their, their fucking, it, I know. it was their backup. <laughs> Imagine how bad it would have been. It would have been even worse. I mean, it couldn't have gotten any worse than that, but I mean, yeah, you know. Shout out to shout out. Yeah, I mean, hell, hell of I mean, I don't know. That was a rough one as well. It looked what like they you... didn't even want to play that game, the Flyers. Like, they were just there because that's where they had to be. They had zero, zero passion in that game at all. Yeah. I just – I never have any stock in the, in the in the Jets. That's my thing. I just don't. I just never do. I'm a big Mark Scheifele fan. But like, just because of that hit, I, I'm about, still, uh, I'm still defending myself for that too. By the way, with who? Are you a fan of uh, Doug Dougie Hamilton now? No. Apparently, he just did the same thing uh, the other night. Buried somebody to trying to get an open net. I don't know. It is what it is. It's, it's a play. I'm, I'm surprised he actually hit anybody. Yeah. Uh, my problem with Dougie Hamilton was just I don't think it was what the Flyers needed. He just really didn't do much where he was in – what's he in Jersey? He's in Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, he didn't do much there, so I was glad I was – I don't know. He could have done something for the Flyers, but I just didn't think he was the guy. No, he would have been brutal in Philly. He's not made for Philly. He's a very – there's a lot of baggage when it comes to Dougie Hamilton off the ice, and that would have just – you would have saw the fans turn on him before November, you know, so I'm glad they didn't Boston go got rid of him so quick. Well, that's what it is. He had some stuff <laughs> behind the scenes. You know, there was things where he wanted certain players on the Bruins and their Bruins were running it like they should have been. And, you know, he gets traded. And, you know, when you have a player thinking they can call the shots, eh, it's kind of a red flag. Yeah. Yeah, it seems to be happening a lot lately. But we'll get into that. We'll definitely get into that. Um, and, and I just – I can't believe this, though. This has been all season. This has been all season with the Senators. Flyers lose to the Senators 4-2. Now, 
I'll be bold to say I just don't think they have that many that many good people on that team. And that may be a bold thing to say. They may be good people on different teams, but they're just not good on the Senators. Like Brady Kachuk has to leave. Tim Stutzlow, whatever, however, however you want to say his name, he's got to leave. Like these guys, this is like the the Buffalo Sabers. Like they have to leave. They did start picking up the pace a little bit towards the end of the year, but like they were shit for most of the year. So they're not the best, right? And that's pretty obvious. That's why they're not going anywhere this year, anyway. But you and I are huge, Jesse, on the culture of a hockey team. You know, like one player can turn the tide, and that's Matthew Kachuk. That's why that entire roster they play hard. From game one to game 82, I mean, you saw Kachuk snipe last uh, yesterday and celebrate like he was going to the Stanley Cup, for Christ's sakes. And the whole team was jumping around, too. Like, I think that's more of a culture thing that carries that team moving forward. But the uh, Calgary Flames? No, the uh, the uh, Brady Kachuk. Brady Kachuk. Who did I say? You said Matthew Kachuk. Uh, that wishful thinking. I, 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 hate, either I hate Brady less than I hate Matthew. I would take either one. But I meant Brady Kachuk yesterday with Ottawa. I would t- I would take either one. I just I don't know. I don't know. They're dirty. Both both of them would would fit right in our culture of hockey. And maybe so, not maybe not so much Matthew when you turtle. We tend to rip apart people that uh block off from a fight. Yeah, you can't especially, do that. Especially when you're being a shit out all over the ice and then you turtle. Yeah, he legit just doesn't answer the bell, but like fucking is just an asshole. Um, well, he's probably the king of that, though. I mean, you got to give him that kind of credit. Like, you know, there was Nick Cousins with us, and then there was, um, you know, there's TK now who kind of – he's pretty good at it. But, I mean, I think Chuck's got the, got the title on that for sure. I'm, yeah. to get I'm so annoyed that these sound clips don't work. It's, like, bothering me. I was watching that game yesterday, and it's like – what was it, Friday? It was Friday, yeah. You know – Flyers, for some reason, score five-on-three, the only five-on-three goal they get all year. And usually Brady Kachuk lights it up against Philly. You want Philly to lose because of the draft picks. And it's like, really? They're really going to win this game. And then <laughs> luckily they took a stupid penalty and Brady scores. But it's like, uh, this team, when you want them to win, they lose. When you want them to lose, they win. So it's just yeah. frustrating. Yeah, it happens. You still have yourself there on mute there, bud. Yeah, you're a, you're a fucking pro at this, <laughs> dude. I'm like it's it's throwing me off so bad. I don't have my sound clips. I fucking hate it, dude. I hate it. But I was just thinking about something so it work out. Anyway, moving on from this, yeah, Flyers lose their last game of the season. That's absolute shit. That's just uh, you can't do that. But um, we have a, a report with the Phantoms later. Kind of makes up for that. Um, but with that being said, we have uh, Zach McEwen's awarded the Gene Hart Memorial Trophy. Now. Take a little look at this fella here. Oh, it's just, it's just, I mean, is that long? Yeah. That's not, that's not long hair. That stash though. Stash <laughs> yeah, serious. It's, it's the mustache for me. All about it. Completely oh, yeah. about it. Um, I don't think anyone deserves it more than this guy. Um, and it's, it's, it's weird because I said last episode, uh, that he was getting, uh, the due diligence that he deserved. And literally that afternoon, like people were starting to shred him. Um, He'll be here next year. Uh, he's definitely the type of guy that you need here. Um, and the media didn't get media, the media and the fan base didn't get to him as quick as I thought they were going to. So uh, he lasted the whole season without getting torched. And I mean, he whooped, uh, he whooped Tom Wilson's ass, and I'm going to say it: he whooped Tom Wilson's ass. 
I will say that he whooped his ass. I'm waiting for somebody to say something, but I think he whooped his ass. Um, yeah. I don't know I, if you saw the hype video either of Nick Sealer when he was, I think he was fighting Delorier and uh, they showed Nick Sealer squaring up and then they showed McEwen on the, on the, the bench, just like a, like a kid in a candy shop, like that his, his brother just literally did as well as he did. Cause that was a great fight, but yeah, he was all hyped up. He was flexing on him. That's right. Big fan of that. Big fan of that. Um, but yeah, this guy—he's—he's he's something the Flyers haven't had in so long, and you gotta—you really gotta—he deserved the the Gene Hart. So, you know, congratulations for that, brother. Hopefully, we see you next year. We got a comment from Daryl Brandle. Zach is possibly the best part of the Flyers this season. Not possibly. Yes. He is. He definitely. <laughs> he, he, de- there's definitely a lot of validity in that statement. I mean, Especially come, I mean, he came from Vancouver, and it's funny because we have a Vancouver show on the network. Um, when we got him, the kid, the, the kid Kyle over there was like, "Yeah, you guys are gonna enjoy the shit out of him." And uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's exactly what the city needed. Uh, I feel like if the city got a little bit of what they needed in other areas as well, it would have been a better season. But um, yeah, Zach McEwen's been number one on the on the butte the butte of the week for since the beginning. So. I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on that. but To me, he's like a 2022 version of Dan Carcillo, right? Like when Carcillo is, knows his role, you know, he's not going to put up 15, 20 goals a year. He'll get you 5 to 10. That's all you need from him. He's going to bang bodies in the quarter. And he had the long hair. He cut it. But he has that mustache too. And he's really embraced the city. And I think the city's embraced him. And, yeah, he wants to come back, and I hope he does. No, nothing. Son of a bitch. Definitely. Anyway, I'm done. I'm done with it. Thanks, Daryl, for uh, for coming out. Always enjoy the audience interactions. Um, yeah, but he's the guy. So let's move on to Ryan Ellis developments. So when I I typed, made the show last night, it was going in a negative direction. Um, I, I can't remember the girl's name. She's a reporter for the Flyers. Uh, something Han. I, I can't remember. She did actually uh, report that. The, they are. They did make a deal on what they're going to do. They didn't say exactly what it is, but it is going in a positive direction. So for me, it kind of sounds like they're going in the direction of they're going to make a deal of he's going to get the surgery that he needs done in the offseason, and he's going to come back next year. When we left it off, it was sounding like he was going to be forced into retirement, and I was spreading that motherfucker all over the place because it, it really was. I mean – He's not getting the surgery done. The team doesn't know what they're going to do. That that screams red flags. Yeah, I'm glad he's going to smile at the very least because a lot of things you were seeing online, like there's like a couple of accounts that were saying like, you know, he doesn't want any part of Philly next year. He already wants one and done. He's not going to come back. And yesterday's presser, he looks, I guess, fine to be there. I'm not going to say happy. Obviously, they want to keep playing right now in the playoffs. He exists. He exists. Yeah, yeah we, we saw him. And <laughs> – you know what? They pinpointed his injury. Hopefully they're going to get it sorted out. I saw one thing that he said, like his family loves it here. His wife's happy. The kids love the school they're in. He goes, it would be the perfect situation if I wasn't injured. So, Hey, you know what? If that's a guy that going into the next season, you can bank on. All right. Off season's already in the right, going in the right step. Right. Wait, you get some. Nah, nah. I told you he wasn't going to go anywhere. Well, it was, I mean, you got to look at another one of these for me. 
Oh, you get, are you going to do it at the end of the season? I see what you're doing. You're punching me dead in the dick at the end of the season. Um, so Just like our fantasy hockey. I got you. <laughs> not, not, only, not only did you text me the fucking thing, you put it on fucking Facebook and tagged me on that. Put it in the group chat. See that? You fucking, I don't win anything ever. Come on. It doesn't even make sense. So anyway, I'll take it. Um, I was eighth in the other season. I had fifth in the other one, so don't worry about it. Um, <clears throat> It was. It's, the problem with this is, is like you're saying. You know, you said he was gonna. He wasn't gonna go. And you know, me and Anthony have been, been harping on this day. Most of these these problems, because you know we're, he- we're we're heavy on Twitter. You know, you're seeing some some pretty, you know, knowledgeable sources and, and credible sources say these things that are that are apparently happening. And you know, nothing's been said. Like, he hasn't said a word. There's been no word on Ryan Ellis whatsoever, except for in December when he was supposed to come back. That's when he was projected to come back from his injury, that it's not looking good and that it's there's almost very slow to almost no pro, uh, progression to, you know, his rehabilitation. So, I mean, what are we supposed to expect? And then when me and you debunked the other week when Anthony was gone, you know, we saw in our fantasy information on Ryan Ellis that the team was actually saying they weren't, they didn't decide whether they're going to give him the surgery or not. That's concerning. And that's only one direction you're going to go in from that. And it's Jack Eichel. So that's our concerns. I would say, but it's looking good. Apparently like Anthony said, this is, this is a, a look in, in, a, in a better direction, but I mean, I think that there's been a lot of trust in Ryan Ellis's credibility dropped um, from a hundred percent to definitely 50. I mean, who says he comes back next season, you know, and re-aggravates it like he did during the season again this year? The medical well, staff, I guess. The, that fucking surgery does what it's supposed to do, and he might not have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, I've, I've seen some reports on what it actually is and what this is and what that is, and they're, they're not putting a pinpoint on exactly what it is. So, I don't know. We will see. We will see. Uh, anything else on the Ryan Ellis, you know, as the Ellis turns, I don't know. Anything else? No. I got nothing for now on Ellis. Okay. For now. Uh, have my I don't have my sound clips, so I mean, you know. <laughs> uh, let's move on to down the well. Uh, this segment of down the well is I'm not gonna even I'm not drip, gonna drip drip <laughs> just smack one of these pipes and let it just drown me. Um, at least be a good sound effect. Um, uh, this segment of Down the Well is brought to you by Iceworks Complex in Aston, PA. Uh, go to www.iceworks.net. Uh, Sundays for the Birds covered the uh, Eagles draft last Thursday. as a huge success. Um, had a little bit of things go wrong, but, you know, technical difficulties happen. Um, got, a little, got, a little, got a little into it. Yeah. Just throwing them down pretty heavily. Um well, yeah, you had off the next day. I did. I I did. I didn't really, but I did. Um, there's always you, did, you didn't have to leave the house. I did not have to leave the house. Um, <laughs> well, I did, but just for other things. Yeah. Um, that being said, yeah, go there, do that, whatever. Anthony, what do you got for us for the 2022-23 NHL draft? What do our picks look like? All right. So this season or this, what is it? Uh, June, July, I don't know. Whatever the hell it is this summer. They have a pick, the Flyers, in the first, third, fourth, five, sixth, and seventh round. They got one in each of those rounds. They don't have a second-round pick because that was shipped along with Shane Goss' bear to Arizona. Was it? So, yeah. They, they had to give Arizona a second-round pick to take one of their 
one of Arizona's leading point getters this year, Shane Gossespierre. Well, that wasn't broadcasted very, very loud. I thought uh, the first thing that they said was that they just sent him, uh, and that was it. No, because they Arizona had to take the second to take on the salary. A great move there by Fletcher. Uh, just kidding, obviously. But yeah, yeah so, that's a rough one. you know, uh, it's nice to have the bottom picks, I guess, four, five, six, and seven. But you know, really, you had to give up a second round pick just to move on from Goss's Bear, which you couldn't have moved on from a different guy or whatever. But that's how we're looking right now for the draft. I don't know. Maybe they can trade somebody, recoup a second-round pick. It's going to be hard, but we'll see. I, I do think you're going to see some kind of trade for, for higher picks. Uh, we, what do we have in the first round? What do we have? You just got one first-rounder. And the lottery or – yeah, the lottery comes up in a couple of weeks to see what number it will be. Okay. What do we have in a second? No, that's it. You don't have no a second-round second. pick. Wow. It's just – you got one pick in every round, except you have no second round picks. Ooh, it's gonna get interesting. It's gonna get interesting. I think. Yeah. I think the question is who's going. <laughs> like it's just that's. And I believe next year we don't have a first round pick. Because who do we, we we said that, that with uh Hague, with, wasn't it? Yeah, with the wrist aligning deal. If so if hopefully if we Rist- don't fucking suck next year and if, get yeah, somebody if, a top spot. If Risto <clears throat> solidifies even more than he did this year, because I will say that that, <clears throat> that trade did work out. I mean, Risto showed up. I mean, he was hurt a little bit, but he did what Risto was supposed to do. Um, if he if he stays out of the box and, and stays healthy, I mean, I think you could see that that trade would work out like a little bit, but that's, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's another rough one. It all, it all depends on where we end up at the end of next year. Yeah. They have a first rounder uh, next year. It's they traded last year's first rounder for Risto, so they have one in twenty. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I'm with Greg. Greg Montour says trade Proofy. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, All I'm saying is good luck. <laughs> I don't. Th- I honestly don't think we're going to need that much luck. Um, the only place I would see taking him, but we would have to take a bunch of shit back with it, is Vegas. He could hang out with Nolan Patrick out there. Oh God! Yeah. Let's leave that for another discussion as well. Um, yeah, so that's what we have for down the well, though, because I mean, the season's over. This is the finale, so we won't see you guys until the draft. So that works out. Um, unless we get some of these, I'm working on some interviews. That'll hopefully that'll work out. Um, that's what we have for down the well. I don't have no sound clips. Um, drip, drip, yeah. Uh, Crows of a Feather is brought to you by Lugaroo Custom Clothing. Go to www.lugaroo.co and uh, Colin Mulvey will hook you up with any kind of customized sports apparel. We do have the Admiral jersey. Lindsay tells me it's embarrassing for me to wear the jersey out. So, yeah, I guess I'm not doing that anymore. Um, but a lot of all the shows on the network, all the hosts are getting their own. So, I think, uh, Sam just got a uh, a Wyatt, Wyatt Wiley uh, custom-made Ohio State jersey over there. So definitely go to www.lugaroo.co. Uh, unfortunately, this is um, – yeah, it looks like Yandel's retiring. Um, there was a lot of – who was the private? Or Tanner Lazinski. I'm sorry, Sam. My God. It's just, it's just, okay. It was a phantom. Okay. Um, Yandel's retiring. Uh, they gave him a little bit of the, you know, the stick raise, and you know, 
a lot of the uh, higher grade podcasts, I guess you would say, like Spitting Chicklets, they're 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 putting it out there uh, that he might be retired. I, I think he is. I mean, if Philly brings him back, it's kind of like a, a kind of a respect issue. I feel with all the shit that's happened this year, and um, I don't know your guys' thoughts on on Yandel. You think he's going to retire? You're going to wait? I would. I would actually ask for a one-day contract somewhere else that didn't, you know, fuck with my Ironman record. So I could say I've retired with, I don't know, Florida Panthers or not. Nah, he ain't going to go back to Arizona for a one-day trial. So. I don't know. I don't know. What do you got, Anthony? That would be funny if he did it, just signed a one-day contract with the Rangers just to really stick it to Philly, like just do it with them. Uh, it sucks. I didn't hear anything or any rumors or mumbles that this could be it for him. I figured he was going to move on and play somewhere else next year. Um, hey, the guy had a pretty solid career. Obviously, it didn't end the way you wanted it to in Philadelphia. There was higher expectations for him. But I'd like to see them try to keep him you know, in-house, whether it's a front office role, not GM, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like a, a role off the ice to develop the younger kids because he does have that good veteran leadership. You saw when he broke the Ironman record, he said a quote from uh, Ray Whitney, you know, you look down, you see the NHL logo on your shirt, you're having a good day. Um, I think he can do an excellent job mentoring some of the young kids right now, not only just the defense, but even forwards, you know, something's coming out of the team now you hear, Oh, you know, he's a great locker room guy. Well, great. Keep him on. You know, he's obviously close with Hayes. They live together. Um, I, I'd like to see him stick with the Flyers. Something like just to kind of develop more of the younger kids. Uh, but if I'm Keith Yandel and the Flyers ask me to do that, I am telling them to uh, either pay out the nose or to simply fuck off. Yeah, Josh Marion comes through. It's been a, been a long time there, Josh Marion. Yeah, I thought you were dead. Um I wouldn't, unfortunately, he's retiring. He was like a negative 400 this year. All right, can I say something? Absolutely. Yep. Obviously, he had a bad plus minus, okay? look, And again, he was not – why do people act like Keith Yandel was coming in here to be the next freaking Norris winner, for Christ's sakes? He was supposed to play help on the power play. The power play was shit the entire season from game one to game 82. Wasn't all his fault. Did he play great? No, he was pretty bad this year. I'm not, like, relaying the fact. His plus minus, how about you get some saves from your goaltenders in certain situations? How many times did Marty Brodeur 2.0, Carter Hart give up shitbag goals? Or Sandstrom give up horrible goals? Or Martin Jones? Like, the dumping on Keith the Andal thing pisses me off to the point of, like, the end of Braden Coburn's time here. It's like, why do we just find one kid to just constantly kick in the nuts the entire season? Like, I just don't understand it. The guy was making no money, yet we all wanted to dump on him. Meanwhile, like, finally, people are waking up to the other guy on the defense there, Provorov. Like, they, he should have been getting dumped on. I just don't understand the Yandel hate the entire season. Yeah, I don't I don't have the uh, – we don't have the – Thank you. Um, yeah, and Josh will come back. He'll come back. Uh-oh, we got someone else. There we go. Uh, Dave Campo. Ah, been a while, buddy. Uh, blaming the goalies laugh out loud. Yandel was absolutely terrible. I'd rather have any defenseman on the Phantoms in the lineup, which is actually kind of funny because the person they were supposed to bring up, uh, they kept addered up, but they should have brought up, uh, I think it's, what is it, Wyatt Wiley? Uh, they brought up Hogberg instead, and Wyatt Wiley's uh, stats were, like, astronomically better. What's wrong with what? He also left out, they brought up Zamula, the next 
Oh yeah, right. up and coming, and oh yeah. yeah, he looked lost. By the way, Provorov, you know, number one defenseman, great giveaway the other day behind the net against Ottawa that led to a goal. So all right, Absolute Dave, I'm going to keep blaming yeah. the goalies. Yeah, great job by the number one defenseman there, Ivan Provorov. And, and so let's blame Keith Yandel for that. The absolute problem also, Dave Campo, is the fact that I, we've been saying it for a long time. We've had a lot of co-hosts on here that, that said it. We dove very deep into it. Uh, Provorov just had, was exposed this year to not being a top D-man. Um, he can, he could be a maybe second or third, but you know he can't play unless he has a complimentary number one with him. And that's not a top D-man. I mean... Yeah, some of the things you guys are blaming, you know, you got to blame, you got to blame goalies for stuff because at, at the end of the day, they're supposed to block the, the shot, right? I mean, to not blame Martin Jones this year is literally fucking insane. If you're not going to blame Martin Jones for some of these goals, it, you you really should pick a different sport. I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, and Provorov has been exposed to the point, and we'll get to it later if you want to stick around, which I, you probably won't because no one likes to be told they're wrong because you're wrong. Um, yeah, you stick around. We'll dive into a little bit of, of him. Pro, okay, Dave Campo. Provy looked great when Ellis was paired with him. Oh, you just proved my point right. Jesus. Thank you. I, I, I kind of love you, dude. You stick around. Uh, Josh Marion, you can't blame the goalies when the entire defense was absolutely horrific. Goalies can only get so much blame when that defense in front of them was total shit. So what do you do? So what do you do? First off, you got probably the worst prospect. You've got the worst addition to the team this year was. Uh, it could be questionably Keith Yandel or it could be Martin Jones to back up Carter Hart. There's a, there's a, uh, a, a chain reaction of things that are going to happen here. Does anybody even think uh, you can't blame Carter Hart for most of it, but some of it, yes. Uh, where his mindset is, as everybody could call him a whip and say he's a bitch because he, you know, he's getting emotional, but he's still a kid. You notice he hasn't played. This is his first entire season playing with the Flyers. Anyone remember that? Does anyone, anyone know? No, you don't know that because you're a fucking armchair fucking coach. Anyway, let's move on. Josh Marion, I love you, though. Wish we could have had you on the network. That was great. Um, thank you. It's not just the team or it's not just the defense that was shit and the goaltending that was shit. The entire team, the way that they fucking play was shit. They just What's, gave up. They just didn't want to listen to AV because he's a um, fucking exactly. busting balls coach. And players these days are fucking soft. And they are. And the, the problem is, too, you notice who's getting hurt here. So your your Ryan Ellis got hurt. What Did he get hurt because he was doing more than he fucking had to because the rest of our defense was shit? Yes. Kevin Hayes got hurt. Couturier got hurt. What are they doing? They're playing for the defense because the defense was absolute shit. I mean, I could go all day. I could go all day. If you guys want to, I kind of wanted to wrap this up a little bit. Not really, but I guess we're not going to. Josh Berry, team needs a complete overhaul. No, they don't. Anyway, um, uh, not an overhaul. It's not. It, 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 if they do the right shit, it will work. It still could work. It's It still could work, but you do need to get rid of the people that the city is absolutely in love with for no fucking reason. We also, if you're going to bring in a good, I get, I get, and if you're going to bring in, and if you're going to bring in um, a good coach, not even saying a great coach or the right mediocre, coach, mediocre coach, it's going to have to take three to four years because you're going to have to draft the guys for his system. And the, what the flyers like to do, the organization, 
what's the hot take right now? What's what's the what's the go to? What's the fans want? Oh, we're gonna we'll get Rick Tockett, but I am so against that. I'm uh, Chuck Fletcher, and I think I'm smarter than everybody. So we're gonna draft, you know, Joe Schmo, somebody that's unheard of in the OHL. And they just dropped an OHL. Oh, I like it. I like it. It's very, very predictable. That's very. That, that may be spot on. That that may be a hot take, but it could happen. It legitimately could happen. <laughs> um, go go ahead. No, you so I got one thing. This a couple things real quick because I got the Jets cracking game on my TV. The Jets going with their backup goalie in this game. So that's something to watch. We we hear it. Yeah, we hear it all the us? time. We hear it all the time in sports, right? a bridge player or a bridge year, you know, like in football, you know, we're going to have this guy play quarterback and then in the draft going to go here. Why not have a bridge go a bridge coach, right? Like, hear me out. Are the Flyers winning the cup next year? No. Are they going to win it in two years? No. Are they going to be a playoff team in three years? Fucking hopefully bring in John Tortorella and have him set a culture right off the bat. And a guy like him, as much as I like Torts, he has a shelf life that's shorter than a coach should have sure. in this league. So you know what? Let him reset the flyer culture and then move on from him when you have to. And, and the point that I was going to make right before you went, which is that was perfect because it goes right into this, you got to let the coach stay around long enough to do something. Mm-hmm. You also got to let the players stay around long enough for the coach to do something. And this is the problem. And this is why we are 100%. And I will say, and I don't give a fuck who listens to it. We are the number one grittiest flyer podcast there is. And we're actually probably one of the smartest because some of the shit you guys are saying is just astronomically horrible. And that's a big word. I am from Delaware County. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That being said, uh, let's move on. Yando, I love you, dude. I have your jersey. I don't give a fuck. I bought his jersey right when I heard he was coming. Got that thing custom-made stadium series. I will hang that thing in my penalty box for the rest of my life. I don't care. I love you, fella. Uh, We will see you in the sun one day. Um, Is that uh, that, going to chalk one up for the curse? No, no, it doesn't. No, 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 no. I ha- dude, I have Couturier's right there. Uh, <laughs> so literally, literally, if I want to go, I have two Konechny jerseys. I have two Konechny jerseys. I've had them for a while. <clears throat> but literally, you go if you go down my wall, it's Pronger, Simmons, Jimmy Craig, Patrick, Doug Glatt, a dad jersey I got made for myself. Giroux, Giroux, and Couturier. So, and Yandel's over here. So no, shut the fuck up. It could be. It's, it's, it's a good argument. That's a good argument. <clears throat> I was getting a little thirsty, so let's move on to Butte of the Year. I made it, moved it over to Butte of the Year. I did move it over to Butte of the Year. And with that, we are back to doing these because I just don't fucking care anymore. Um, Butte of the Year is brought to you by Sterling Pig Brewery in uh, Media, Pennsylvania. Go to www.sterlingpig.com. Check out all their cool food. Their menu is awesome. Um, I'm going to go pick up our May stuff. And then with that being said, I'm going to rip their April fresh as fuck April. Um, there's a good sound effect. Um, this bad boy's a New England style IPA. I don't usually get down with IPAs, but, uh, you know, Sterling Pig and Arthur Brewery are really, really proving me wrong. Um, a little higher in alcohol content. It's like 9%. So, cheers. Mmm. <laughs> Got my little cooler. Yeah. Anyway, um, with that being said, beauty of the year. <clears throat> now something tells me you can get uh, you can get three. You can't get three. Can't have just one. 
even though a lot of people would argue and say that there's not three people on the you know the team that you could say, but there are. Um, we'll go Anthony, newcomer. All right, so I'm going to name three, my three. three. Of the year, though, not of the week, of the year. Okay, so one off the bat, I'm going to go Sandheim. I liked his game for most of the season, and I thought Greg he picked Ma- it up. Greg Montour is going to lose his I mind. I thought Sandheim, there. man, he was looking good the last couple months of the year. So I, I'm, I'm going to ride with Sandheim. Uh, I got to go with my guy, Noah Cates. I thought from his first game to the end of the season, he played with some jam. To quote Laviolette, I like the way he came on in the scene. For the third one, I guess I'll look more with this uh, more hope potential, I guess. I'm going to go uh, Tippett. I liked, you know, it took him a couple games to get comfortable in Philly, and then I thought he played more aggressive. I thought he banged his body around more in the corner. So that's what I'm going to go with. Those three are my three buttes of the year. I like the Tippett one. I like uh, – I'm a little on the fence with saying I won't, I won't, I won't critique you guys. I'm, not, I'm sorry. Um, Wait, what do you got? Go ahead. Oh, that's – Well, the – the reigning number one overall of beauty of the fucking week, uh, Zach McEwen, just because, you know, Zach attack. Yeah. Um, number two would have been Scott Lawton. Um, just because when uh, it seemed like G was in a slump, Scotty uh, picked it up. Another guy that got hurt, by the way. <clears throat> yes. Probably playing too much because everybody sucked. I mean, he, I mean, he played everything. He, also, he did, but that's what I'm saying. You know, power play, PK. So, um, third is uh, Nick Sealer. You know, yes, uh, yes, because because you know it's it's uh kind of hard when you just come to a, an NHL team that's already got guys set in spots and to just fill into a a sixth or fourth role. It's uh, pretty tough. Greg Montour checks in again. Sandheim was okay when he got paired with Risto. Still could have had Montour <laughs> that year. Yes. That's not, yeah. looking good. not looking good for that now, is it? Congratulations to seeing the playoffs. I don't know what that's like. Um, <clears throat> first round. It's going to be a first round exit. It's my I mean, I feel bad for the – our Leaf show is debuting today. I feel horrible for that. They are gonna get smoked. Oh God, uh, Adrian is gonna do a good job over there. So we'll see. What yeah, happens. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go with definitely Zach McEwen as number one. I mean, that's been my guy all year. Um, I just I don't have to explain that. Uh, I'll see if they if they uh, they don't get rid of him in the off season, uh, and then I'll put him up on the wall. Um, but I have a good chance of getting a sign too. Um, I do like Owen Tippett. Uh, and a lot of people will critique the Owen Tippett because people are in love with Giroux. And I, I believe this guy, Gummy Wade over here, is trolling heavily on uh, Flyers Nation over here, which is amazing. Um, I'm not going to get into that because that's just going to get ugly. Um, it's, it's the Florida Panthers Nation now. Oh, oh. It just it just has something stuck that says Flyers Nation for some reason. Oh, they can't delete it. It's copyright infringement. Um <clears throat> Yeah, it's definitely – my third one's definitely got to be – I do like the Nick Sealer, but um, that's a tough one. I would love to give it to one of the kids, but I just haven't seen enough. Um, I could throw a fourth in there. Oh, my God. Whoa. Um, 
the only guy that put up points this year. Who's that? Cam Atkinson. No, nah, he's gonna roll over for the so He's hurting. He's hurt now too because he played too much. Well, he made he met uh, Wilson in the boards. He act, he actually hurt himself by ducking from that. Yes. <laughs> that sucks. That sucks. Um, <laughs> but it happens. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you see a fucking up. big guy, you know, you're going to want to fucking not get your head fucking taken off because you know where Wilson likes to hit. I'm going to do a, a, a slash. I'm going to do a Kevin Hayes slash Nate Thompson. Um, only because I think I do think Kevin Hayes has, has a good argument to be captain this year. Um, I don't think they're going to leave the sea um, out in the open. They're going to have a captain. I don't think they'll do that. Can you imagine the fan base? Can you imagine? It, it, oh my god, it would it would it would be horrible. Um, but I let do me think say that, one thing. Let me oh, jump in here. Oh, not I know not to cut you off. If you're the Flyers, you basically already gave the fan base a middle finger with this year. So just come out. Like, what do you care what the fan base does? This fan base is so wrapped up in blaming Keith Yandel for so many issues. So they, I would not name a captain moving forward into next year. Who cares what the fans say? You know what? One, they're barely showing up anyway. Good job for the fans. Two, you're still going to show up when they start winning. Go no captain. I don't understand. The Rangers don't have a captain. Last time I checked, are they getting ready for the playoff run? Right? Are they doing that? The San Jose Sharks ripped the captaincy from Joe Thornton. Uh, was it Thornton or Marlowe? I don't know. A couple of years ago, they went to the freaking Stanley Cup. What is the hard-on just to have a C? Who the hell cares? Make somebody earn the fucking captaincy in this city. Give a little bit of that again. Uh, Greg Montour checks in with the uh, <clears throat> Zach McHugh and Nick Sealer, and I like Lawton, too. He really likes saying I'm. He's just, he's just bullshitting. Um, yeah, that's what I'll go. I'll go. Uh, my last one will be um, Nate Thompson and, and Hayes. I, I think there's a good argument for both of them to be um, – Maybe a captain next year. I know one believes me on the Nate Thompson thing, but it's funny is when I when I get into the Nate Thompson, Anthony, pay attention to this. When when I when I get into Nate Thompson arguments, I just tag him, and everybody agrees with me. <laughs> he's, yeah, because he's not afraid to fire back. <laughs> no, he's not, and I know that. I use that to my advantage. <laughs> I won like I think like four this week. I was like, yeah, just man, Nate Thompson. He likes it. And the guy's like, yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. I could screenshot Dan Knightley telling me that Nate Thompson sucks like three weeks ago. Don't think I don't, I don't remember your name now, Dan. Okay? He's there. He's there. You're going to see Nate Thompson on this show. I'll tell you. It's going to happen. Hey, next um, time, tag him that my stick broke and I need a new stick for Beer League. Maybe it can help me out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this, is good. this is a good one today. I'm enjoying this. Uh, that's what we got for Butte of the Year. It's been a good year. Uh, unfortunately, Anthony hasn't been with us all year, but this next season is going to be uh, a little interesting. I got some tricks up my sleeve. We got the firing line. I don't have the thing. I mean, let me see. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> How did Panarin, uh, not Panarin, who was the uh, other Russian Ranger when he shot the goalie in 24-7? Oh, um, oh, I need some off. I need some off. Yeah. yeah. Players tend to get offended by that one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> With that being said, the firing line. <clears throat> this segment of the firing line is brought to you by Norse Beards. Go to www.norsebeards.com and a promo code OCS for 25% off all your Beardsman products. Uh, we do have, we are doing the Ice Wars thing again. I told uh, Mark from Norse Beards I'd say this. Um, 
we are doing the ice wars thing. We're going to have a cra- uh, a basket there to raffle off. We're going to have one from Sterling Pig, one from, from Nishamini, uh, a couple other things we're going to be raffled off. So definitely come out to that. Get yourself some Norse Beards products and use our promo code on their website. Pervy attacks the media. I was going to bring up uh, it up on the screen, but I chose not to because it was just blackball me everywhere to put it up here. Um, I left the uh, presser by the time that that happened, so I wasn't there for that. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on this? Now, Now, before you say anything, know that that's the reason why Ghost isn't here anymore. Anthony, go ahead. Okay, first of all, and please, I hope Gosses Bear enjoys playing with, uh, excuse me, Provorov enjoys playing with Gosses Bear next year because I would be trading his ass to Arizona pretty much before he got off the stand yesterday, hopefully to get Chukra in here, but whatever, that's for another day. I'm about that. So now Provorov, who pretty much cannot get ripped by the fan base in this city because of, when he was drafted, I think it was Pierre Maguire was saying, this guy is the next Norris candidate, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's been singing his praises. Provorov has been the guy on this team that has been getting a pass year after year after year. What the fuck did he come out like that to the media for yesterday? I mean, I don't understand what he was – what was his end point right there? Like, oh, because we're all going to judge him? Dude, when you're drafted that high and you're slotted in D1 position, yeah, guess what? There's a lot of expectations on you. And when you play the way you did – since Niskanen carried your ass in the bubble a couple of years ago, you should have been ripped many years ago. And the fact that now he's all sensitive on another season where he played like shit. I already talked about the turnover against Ottawa the other day. I can sure I can find another couple within reason within 30 seconds. I don't understand what his point there was. What was he trying to do? All I think he was trying to do yesterday was shoot his way out of town. Wait. All I can say, all I can say is <laughs> cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> and that's why he acted like that. <laughs> no more further questions. <laughs> so you're telling me, you're telling me though, James, Jesse, that oh, I'll, he, I'll speak again. So you're telling me they, they got <laughs> it was between Goss's Bear and Provrov to get moved last year, and they chose to move Goss's Bear, the guy who called out the team for having shitty culture. Was well, for blame it, for blame and for blaming heart. <clears throat> yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know if you knew that that end of it. I didn't you know probably, that I mean, end. That the other the other angle was the fact that Chuck Fletcher uh, allegedly, um, Chuck Fletcher actually had pulled Carter Hart aside and was was lighting him up. Um, and that's when Ghost said that he had had enough, and that nobody was defending Ghost. No one on the team was defending Ghost. Not not even your captain <clears throat> that everyone's in love with. Um. That's kind of where you step in there. I don't know because if you, I don't know if you heard the story about the, uh, I forget who it was. Was it the Vancouver Canucks? And uh, JT Miller actually asked their coach to not come back into the uh, the locker room during one of their uh, intermissions because he wanted to talk to the team without the coach there. That's what a captain does. Don't need to get into that conversation. But um, yeah, the ghost thing did not, and I was huge on it. Didn't work. It was not the best move. Provorov should have been moved. Uh, Wade, I know you don't think it'll happen, but you can't. You can't say that it shouldn't at this point. You know, uh, like Anthony had said, he has been getting a pass for I don't know how long since he's been here. But he he did come out hot. 
Uh, me personally, if I came out that hot, I would honestly tell the media, look, like, I don't know what the fuck that guy said, but like, I'm just here to play. Like, I don't want to be that guy. So like, don't do that to me. Um, can you imagine how shocked the media was yesterday? They probably loved it. <clears throat> it's more clicks for their fucking websites or articles and stuff. Well, that's you know, not the, the, the media, point. The media fucking loves it. But um, so as, there are good as, people in the media, though. There are good people like your Jordan Hall for NBC. Yeah. Like there are good guys, and that's who was asking the questions. Like Taryn Hatcher, um, you know, it was it was all, it was at the point where they weren't like people like me that watch it from. They do the thing in the email. Uh, we weren't allowed to ask questions yesterday. It was just the people that were there. So those are the people that were there, the Taryn Hatchers, and the people that legitimately can't say anything bad because they work for NBC. These are the people that are defending you, like Anthony had said. I mean, they were fucking shell-shocked. Yeah. I haven't proved all for you, guy. I mean, and this began, Greg, I'll get to your thing. Uh, actually, I'll just say it now. Greg, Greg Montour says, all the ice time prove he got and played like shit with no improvement. He needs to go. Let him go. Wait, just let him go. Um, I'm, I just sense you flaring up. Um, Not flaring. Okay. Um, so the thing is, is – um. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, you're, he, this started from when he was starting to harp social media. Was it like a month ago we, we reported that? A little, a little bit longer than that. <clears> with <throat> him, him, him and his girlfriend on TikTok. And well, they were he doing, was, he was complaining about um, people saying that he shouldn't be a number one defenseman. Um, if people are saying that about you in Philadelphia, you know, it might go a long ways. I could see him being, uh, between two to four on a championship team because he is definitely one of the guys that needs somebody uh, to play with him, compliment him. So, with that said, um, it's it, it did start with it. So basically, he was taking social media interactions from people. I don't think he was answering people, but he was going into the locker room with these assumptions and starting to ask questions and have statements towards other players. So he was becoming a cancer in the locker room. That's where it started. Um, and now we're here. Um, you guys know everything. You guys are the – you're on the ice. You're the professional. Blah, 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 blah. So a professional definitely handles himself differently that way. I, I can't say that I didn't enjoy it because I love when Leon Dreisaitl did it. That was fucking amazing. Uh, but that guy apparently has a past. Jordan Hall, Taron Hatcher, don't have past. Um, he's on, He's going to leave. He's going to leave. Uh, and the only reason why is because you can't let him go when you already did it to Ghost. Someone's going to catch on to that, and they're going to be like, well, I mean, now the media is going to hate you, dude. You're going to want to leave. So, like Wade said, or I forget which one of you said it, a gun's ablaze and just to get out of town. That's exactly what he just did. Anthony said it. So, yeah, it's going to – that's exactly what he did, and it's going to work. It's 100% going to work. I mean, shit, they'll, they'll carry you out of town. Uh, this is the worst, the worst media – to light up in the entire NHL. And I'm telling you, it's not going to work out well for Provorov, and they're going to get rid of him. Think about the times. Mike Richards had the beef with the media. He got because of, like, the party life. And now Provorov has beef with the media for friggin' social media. Oh, man. That's what it is. It's going to happen. Greg Montour, they even gave him the A. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. He hasn't proven anything to be given an assistant captain, and that's true. And also, you're at a higher echelon when you're given given a letter. So, what's that thing? And another thing, too, is I'm sure a lot of people, because I know I took debate with Provorov a couple years ago, 
when the Penguins beat the Flyers in six games, right? But, like, you know, he's playing with a separated shoulder, and he's crying because he's pissed off. Like, that's it. That's the season. So, like, I was with him there. But it's been just downhill since then. Or after Niskanen, the whole attitude and the whole, like, his play is just – that I just want to understand. Everybody wants to rip on the guy making 750k. Meanwhile, Provorov's supposed to be your guy, but you know it's like, oh, you know what? That's all right. He he doesn't have someone to help him. And I, I'm with Wade 100%. Provorov is a maybe a three, probably a four on a Stanley Cup team. I think as you long, said two. I think you said two or three, but okay. I, I said two because there's there's. I mean, you put him with. Uh, but you, you have put to him put him Av- with. If you put him on Avalanche, you know he's not one A. That's true. That's a good point. I mean, you, you put him put him down in Florida with uh Aaron coming back, he's not a one A. Um, and those are like your your one and two most likely cup contenders. I mean, Toronto, he he's probably a walk on on Toronto's defensive core because they're all shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's know, just I mean, always an all that shit on Toronto. <laughs> I mean I don't really see many people that are better than him on. on if you Toronto. really, if you really break it down, like you guys just literally did, if you don't, you don't have to go to every team in, in the, <laughs> in the, not even all, all the cup contenders or anything like that. The teams in the NHL, period. I mean, if he leaves Philly and he leaves that environment, is he really, is he really top tier? I mean, he could be, but somewhere along the way, he lost the plot and. And this is the result of it. If if I told you guys that I was from the future and that this was going to happen with Provorov, nobody would have believed me when he was coming in. No one would have believed me. But you got to really look at that. <clears throat> he was relying on something. That thing was ripped out from under him. And then it was ripped out from under him again. He's done. He's done, done. So good on you, Provorov, for giving us some good contact because that was a good, that was a good fucking, uh, that was a good segment. Um, moving on from that, we move to Slapping Lies. This is also a really good one. Um, this segment of Slap and Lies brought to you by iLily. Go to your app store, download iLily app, start ripping <laughs> some recordings to let everybody know what you what you what you have to say. I did. I went too fast. Um, iLily is a good thing. We're going to be using it heavily next year. They're going to be adding on some uh, video content. You get 15 seconds to say whatever you want to say. Uh, it used to just be audio. Now it's going to be video. So I'll be in a press box next year. You know, maybe Wade Allison will be sitting there. Boom. Yo, what's up, dude? Boom. Video. Blah, blah, blah. Probably not going to happen. The things that have just happened. So um, that being said, uh, probably already covered that. I did call that. But you anyway. also got to remember he's he's 25. So he's going to act like a kid. I had to look it up real quick to see how old he was. Oh, you needed that. Okay. Nah, I, needed I that. thought he was old. I thought he was older, actually. So, you so know did I. Mean. I mean, um, think about it. Uh, Brandon Gallagher's, what, 32, 33? And he acts like that, too? Sometimes? He's 33, yeah. Maybe not so was, much. How old was Richards when he was shipped out of town? Oh, he was boy. being a kid. And then all he did was go win two Stanley Cups. So. Ah. I mean, but, uh, a little bit of this helped him, too. Hey, there. And maybe it did. I don't know. What's your different mindset? Uh, Pervy's on his way out. I did fucking call this, uh, but I'm not right yet. So I will. I will add this to my resume. We will see it. But I do really think he's going to be out. We don't have to cover that again. This is a good one. Um, Lindy Snyder keeps dropping hints that she's interested interested in buying the team. Part two featuring Riley Cote. And I do have a screenshot. Anthony pulled this up for us. Good digging. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of hard to see. Uh, Lindy Lou Snyder says, let's get it back. Love you, Riles. 
Riley could they say Flyers culture has come. I can't read the rest of that, but has never been the same. <clears throat> yeah, we got. I can't. My screen is really blurry. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah. So this is part two. Part one. I I swear to God, I found it, and then it, it was gone. <clears throat> it was gone. And I'm so good. Like I said to you, what was it last night, Anthony? I was like, oh God, I've been I've been stressing on this one so much because I haven't erased mine yet. Um, yeah, this is huge. This is huge, and and no one's talking about it. Uh, not. I don't think they are. I mean, have you seen it anywhere else? I haven't seen or heard anything else. And when you dropped that a couple of weeks ago, like I was like, I'm just going to back up out of the screen. Hopefully nobody <laughs> ties me to it. And then I saw that last night. And I'm like, all right, then I think uh, Jesse may have heard a thing or two. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, this is something that's just needed really. I mean, and the fact that, that she's, uh, you know, linking up to, to Riley Cote because he's all about culture and he's all about, I mean, he did coach the Phantoms for a little, for a little stint. You know, he's not, he's not stupid to hockey. And a lot of people think that the enforcers are really dumb. Everybody forgets that they are professional hockey players. Um, if those two link up, I, I would love, and I'm, I'm going to predict something. Um, and this is going to be the, the, the season ender one that I don't know is going to happen. It's just going to be my personal want almost. Um, she takes the team over. She's going to put him in the, in the front office straight up. And, and that is something that you need because he's not stupid with hockey. You know, he's not dumb. Um, he will bring back that tough guy shit because who better than one of the, the greatest tough guys, you know, the Flyers have ever seen. Um, I, I do think that there's a lot of validity to this because now this is the second time she said something. Um and there's money there. I mean, it's not like she doesn't have money. She grew up in the stadium in the spectrum, you know? So, I mean, I, I think this is a crazy, crazy um, find. Uh, me part one, you part two, is it makes it even better because it's just now it's continuing. So, regardless whether it's just a rumor or not, and she, if she's just trying to pump up the tires uh, to make it happen, I think this is a good move, and I think this is something that should definitely happen for this city. Um, Wade, what do, you, what, do you, what do you got on this? Anything? <clears throat> It'd be great, but um, I don't know if Riley Cote would be the man for the uh, front office job type of deal. I think he'd be more of like a, a payroll. Let's look yeah. right there. Kind of like what Danny B's doing, because that could be Danny B's little move up. Yeah, because Danny B's there learning now. Mm-hmm. He uh, was the that's uh, actually front really funny you say that. Of that's ECHL. Actually... Uh, he owns uh, the, he owns the Maine Mariners. Um, owns them. All right. Um, that's a really good point, actually. Um, and I hate to, to keep uh, on this because uh, we do have someone backstage going to cover the the uh, Phantoms for us. Um, she's probably asleep. Don't worry. She's there. She's not asleep. She's there. Say it doesn't sleep. What do you mean? Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's that's a crazy good point because um, the the Danny B coming in thing is something that a lot of people just kind of oh Danny B's here so let's let's push that to the side. Uh, not really when now this is happening. So chain reaction of, of events that happen, you know, say, you know, she does buy the the Flyers, she buys the Flyers, Danny B's GM, whoever's going to be new coach's coach, throw Cote in into management of some sort, like even on ice, an assistant coach, you throw Riley Cote. I mean, why not? No one in the city would be upset about that, but I don't think that's going to happen. But this is my one: is that everything I just said just happens. So I have been—I'm not trying to pump my tires up. I have been right very substantially this year. I was wrong about Ghost. I'll hold you that. <clears throat> that was a bad move. That was a bad move. But I was just new to the media, you know. I was like, oh, "Don't fuck with the media," <laughs> you know. <laughs> now I'm like, <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, with that being said, I think this is great. I think you guys would agree. Uh, Sam, give me a nod if you agree. Yeah, she gives a thumbs up. She's backstage. Uh, <clears throat> but that's what we got for that. So we're going to go into our Periscope down. I don't have the sound clip. Very upset about that. Um, <laughs> this segment of Periscope down is brought to you by the Shamity Creek Brewing. <clears throat> Visit www.theshamityCreekBrewing.com. Check out their awesome beers, merch, and much more. I do have my favorite from them right here in my little cooler. You know, that's how we're doing it now. This is going to continue into next year, too, if I live that long. Um do have a little Pilsner glass for them in the Shamity Creek. The 611 Porter. Anthony, I don't know if you're into Porters, man, but uh, I love myself a good Porter. Uh, Stony Pink has a good one, too. Uh, we're going we're gonna to send you some over. We're gonna have to, you can't even see through it. That's how you know it's that good. That's got that, like, dark look to it. It makes me think of the movie The Other Guys. You know, Will Ferrell and uh, Mark Wahlberg just sitting at the bar in New York, and they got, like, the dark beers going. That's what that just looked like. You can't even you can't shine a light through it. Love it. <clears throat> like I said, Periscope down. Uh, this is our Phantom stuff, and for us, bring you guys the best. We got Sam Wismer from Flyers Nitty Gritty. She covers the Phantoms over there. Also on our network now, Superstorm. Got it right that time. Uh, Hurricanes Pod, <clears throat> and she's part of the Puckin' Flyers, which is on Six Pack Sports Network. Welcome, Sam Wismer. You're muted. Don't be <laughs> you know, I did let the Cam York one. Yeah, yeah, I was just getting ready to say. <laughs> You're used to being muted. <clears throat> How you doing, Sam? What's going on? What we got here for the uh, for the Phantoms? Good things um, here. So last week, I forgot to put, tell you to put it in, but um, my boy Pat Nagel got player of the week for basically shutting Hershey down with every attempt that they made. Um, he got 42 saves in a 2-0 shutout. Nice, um, nice Nagy. Yeah, I really hope they re-sign him. You need that veteran presence, especially we don't know what's going on with Sandstrom. Ustaminko has a poor injury, and Sam Ayrson is somewhere out in the world injured doing who knows what. Um, they played the Springfield Thunderbirds Tuesday, and they lost. They played the Cleveland Monsters Wednesday, and they lost. Jeez. Um, Colin <laughs> um, and they weren't pretty scores either. They got um, shut out on Tuesday night by the Thunderbirds, and it was like a six-one score with Cleveland. And Cleveland was like is like the second worst team in the league. Um, and then we sounds familiar. Yeah, uh, Colin <laughs> Colin Felix was signed to an ATO, which is an amateur tryout contract, and he is the son of the late. Chris Felix, who was a trainer for the Phantoms. Yeah, can we stop you there for a second? <clears throat> so this is a little questionable. And I, I did say this last week, me and Wade were here. Anthony was not here for this one. Um, so what what is he now? He's the, the son of who? Chris Felix, who was a former Phantoms trainer from 1996 to 2004. He unfortunately passed away a few years ago. Okay, his son was signed to the Phantoms now. Defenseman, yes. Where the hell did he come from? Ask Danny Breer. I'm not doing that, but <laughs> you're gonna throw that out there. That's not fair. <laughs> That's a little weird. It's a weird signing, but go ahead, go ahead. Um, you know, I asked him Wednesday night. You know, everything's come full circle for you. How how does it feel to be playing for the team that you you grew 
grew up watching and he's like it definitely has come full circle but he's like you know i hope my dad is there watching me and is proud of me for what i've done heavy heavy yeah um and then they played the baby pens last night and felix sandstrom shut down every attempt and got a shutout rio shutout so good for sandy um you know, I couldn't have asked for a better game. That game was like the stadium was pre-COVID times. <laughs> um, but there was a quote that Lappy said in Tuesday night's press conference, and I put it on Twitter, and it went mini viral. So you know, yay for me. <laughs> there you go. Um, and it was verbatim what he said. I didn't sugarcoat it at all. Uh, it's a couple guys. It won't hurt me. It will hurt their career. I'm watching. My oh. boss is watching. Flyers are watching. Everybody is watching them giving up on their teammates, and it's unacceptable. They're going to hurt themselves at the end of the day. Yep. You kind of need that type of shit, right? <laughs> I mean, Jesus. And coming from Lappy, that, that was kind of like a shell shock of a comment. <laughs> uh, ah, yeah. Badass. But, yeah, so... You know, uh, going into next season, I don't think Cal O'Reilly is going to be back. Um, Greg Montour, I don't think Gandalf would be a good coach. Hi, is he on there? What's he doing? Greg Montour says, I think Yandel would be good with the Phantoms as a coach if he does decide to retire. Uh, a defensive coach. Yeah. He's probably power play. Power play. He's probably better at coaching than trying to show some kids that are three times faster than him on ice. But yeah, other than that, um, you know, Phantoms didn't have the greatest of seasons, but they definitely didn't. We're making a push in the middle of the season, and you know, just ultimately lost it because they were going on point percentage this year. Next year, I believe they're going back to points, and all teams will play eighty-two games. Another weird, weird, weird year. Um, yeah, it's been a weird year for the Phantoms. Uh, yeah, they've had they've been, they got bit by the injury bug as well. So, um, thank you for your Periscope down report. Um, same and when if you you can push your your things as well if you wanna when your show is gonna air when you're what you're gonna do pocket flyers that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, so my other podcast, Pucking Flyers, we go live every Monday night. 8 or 8.30, whenever the boys feel like it. And um, my other show, Superstorm, we're recording the third episode for me. There we go. So thank you, Sam, for coming on. And we will see you when I push out your shows this week. Thank you for coming on. Oh, we're going to give her a little oh, – okay. Yeah. We're not sound clips now. You know, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <clears throat> Thanks, Sam, for hanging in backstage. We will uh, talk to you maybe next week. All right, let's move on to new kids on the block. And like I said, this is going to be a very – this is going to be the longer end of it. Um, oh, that's not oh, – that was in the wrong spot. Should have put that up earlier. Um, this segment, new kids on the blocks, brought to you by Bylaus Concrete. Go to www.bylausconcrete.com. Use our friend Frank Bylaus for any construction needs in the tri-state area. Uh, okay, so this is going to be this. Anthony's going to like this one. Um, Noah Cates is confident. This is everything that I got from the press conference the other day. Um, 
yeah, so Noah Cates is confident he'll be starting next season. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Cates family. Um, maybe I'll go, I'll go, I'll go through both of them. So he, the two statements that he said that I thought were uh, substantially, you know, out there. Uh, Jackson Cates will be on his way home in two weeks and will make a full recovery, which is great because no one's heard a goddamn thing about him until, uh, since he's hit the boards, that awkward injury. Yeah. Um, so Noah thinks he's going to make the team next year, and his brother is going to be, you know, well. So I got some issues with this. Um, do play four games. If, uh, if the season didn't end up the way that it did and we weren't as bad as we were, you know, I don't really think we would have seen him. Um, out of all of the guys that did play, I, I don't really, and I'll get to that because I got some statements from Cam York. There's some interesting things that happened with him as well. Um, I do think Noah Cates is the one that uh, is going to make the team next year. I do think that's possible, but I, I, I'll share. I did share it on on uh, Twitter when it happened. Um, very cocky, very 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 cocky. I don't know uh, your guys' thoughts on that uh, being a. I don't even know if you can even call him a rookie at this point. I mean, he's not even on the team yet. But um, yeah, this is this is interesting. Your thoughts, Anthony? I know you're a big fan, so yeah, I'm all for it, man. He, despite him playing a handful of games, he saw that there was issues in this locker room and the leadership uh, lack thereof, and he called it out right away. Fuck, sign me up all day to watch this kid play. And even from his very first game to all the way till just the other night, like he, the way he played because I wrote this in my article for, for old city sports, you know, especially on the PK, his stick was always in the right spot. He knew how to break up a play. He was given effort all the time. And it's just, it was so good to see. And he's not coming in here being, you know what? I'm a young guy. I need to shut up and know my role. No, he wants to take over this team. He wants this team to get better as fast as possible and move forward as fast as possible. So sign me up. He should be making this team next year. My guess it would be third line. I think that's a good spot. <clears throat> I think he'll move up. He will move up. Um, and you know what? Now that, uh, the conversations that we that we have here, I, I think there are there are definitely uh, there's definitely room for more, maybe more episodes after uh, this one. Because um, you could just take all, all the kids play and put it together to see how they. I mean, no kids transition from uh, where he was at before the Flyers right in, like right in. I do believe that he was in uh, the the positives of the plus minus his first game. He had points his first game. Didn't he? I believe he did. Um, so wait, I don't know what your thoughts are. Noah Cates with, uh, I mean, obviously Jackson, his brother, you know, he's, he, well, I yeah, love, hopefully I speedy recovery him, for him. That was a nasty spill, but um, with Noah, I, I kind of like that a little attitude. It's showing that, you know, he doesn't want to just like, okay, fine. You know, I'll go where they send me. You know, it's no fuck you. I want to be. I want to be up in the NHL with the big boys. You know that I still think there's some players that were up there like TK that probably should have spent some time with the Phantoms, but didn't. You know, I'm still a little bitter with TK. Uh, I think he yeah. could have played better this year, but what are you flashes do? flashes towards the end of the season when it didn't matter. <laughs> JVR. Um, Wow. That's wow. that's that's another that's another didn't issue. Didn't even bring him uh, up this episode. I'm kind of upset about that. Can you can you imagine this team's effort or play every night physicality wise with Kate's out there and Torts behind the bench? Like that is just 
oh. really selling this Tortorella thing. I'm oh, kind of into is, it. I would be slapping myself around with some butter if that happened. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Give me that what? all day. Oh. Well, first off, with Tortorella <laughs> wanting to dealt with Drew shit. He wanted to dealt with TK shit. He wanted to dealt with Provy shit. You know, he would have just had enough of it. He would have made them fuckers ride the bench like he did with uh, what the fuck's the Finnish guy's name from Columbus? Line. Line. Thank you. Good. You know, he put him on the third line. Like Sam Wismer says, what kind of butter? Uh, I'm going the one with the less sodium. Lando Lakes. <laughs> Lando <laughs> Lakes. But I, I was on here a couple weeks ago with you, Jesse. It's like, good, get torts in here. Clear out the country club atmosphere uh, Atmosphere that is the Flyers locker room. That's it. I'm done with it. I'm done watching TK make his stupid, oh, his face. Like, oh, great, he did it again. Awesome. You got, like, what, 15 goals this year? You need to be getting 25-plus. I'm yeah. done with it all. Provorov, another one. See you the hell later. There should be no one on the team that's untouchable. Give me the guy that's going to be like, you know what? Fuck you. You're supposed to block a shot, so you're not playing now. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> back to Noah Cates. I agree with all that. I think I got an idea for a couple of more episodes. Uh, yeah, not the finale. <clears throat> anyway, um, so, yeah, I do agree, though. Noah Cates is going to start. Um, this is, this is uh, I, I feel like, the beginning of a good uh, – draft year that we had getting these kids because i do uh, i want to move on to uh uh and like wade said hopefully uh, there is jackson cates too so you, you are going to see there's a lot of kids down in the farm system that uh that we're gonna i believe we're gonna see uh next year and uh ronnie atar or adder no sorry atar, that people. Uh, <clears throat> um ronnie adder will be training at the team usa training facility uh, all off season, and I, uh, yeah, I obviously I said I actually sent these to, to Anthony. He was busy. I was trying to get him to push him out on Twitter while I was in there. It's very difficult for me to do that. Um, with that being said, um, this is cool. I mean, the fact that these are all U.S. kids too, mind mind you, they're all from Minnesota and Michigan. Um, he's gonna go train there. I mean, that that's just all season, all, all off season. That, that that's a good look. I feel. Um, the one thing that I noticed that, again, no one else said in the press yet is the, the press was really – the media was really grilling him to say that uh, Ronnie Adder, that, that Yandel had been helping him, and he wouldn't drop his name. And you could tell he felt uncomfortable during it. If I can get my hands on the – I think I can get my hands on the uh, the, the video. But um, they were basically saying, oh, do you notice anybody – is anybody in particular? Or did you notice this or that? Like they were trying to get it out because, I mean – the, the media loves Yandel. I mean, they do. So, it's just, you know. Um, I don't know. I, I, I do think he's the one that you're going to see go down next year, though. Um, Adder needs some time this season. Uh, there's some, some looks with him. Um, he just needs to be mentored a little bit. It's a little a little, a little lost out there. Uh, along with Zamula, like uh, Wade had said, Zamula was very lost when he was up. Greg Monitor said, I'd like to see Ratcliffe get more playing time, and I think you're going to. He was good when he was up. Um, but, um, yeah, that's what I have on Adderd. Um, this thing with Cam York is actually pretty interesting. Cam York has a hairline fracture in his foot from the Ovechkin slap shot. Um, that's what that was from. So he, he, he has a fracture. <laughs> He's got a fractured foot. 
from uh, the Noveskin slap shot. So that's pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting. Um, Cam York is no longer a rookie. Uh, he's gonna be on the he's gonna be on the team next year. It'd be stupid to not to not have him on the team. He's he's and I do believe it was uh, Noah Cates that said that he knows he can keep up with knowing that he can keep up with uh, with the pros and such like that. And the NHL is a good look, which it is. Uh, Cam York is doing that. He's been doing it since he came up. He was a little weird at the beginning, but he's he's he, he figured it out. Uh, I do think he's gonna stay up. And he actually said he thinks that his play was enough for a starting position next year. And this is actually really cool. And I'm going to make sure I run into this guy. Um, York's going to stay, uh, going to go home for the, the month of May. But he's returning to Philadelphia to train for the entire summer. Um, and that's what I got on them. The, the, kids, are, the kids are here. Um, I, I believe it was, uh, was it season two Flyers Alley's when we got these guys. And now it's, it's turning into these guys are here. Uh, they're all going to make, at some point you're going to see almost every one of these kids on the roster next year. It's definitely going to happen. Um, but I do think it's going to be Adder that, that, that needs to maybe be an entire season, uh, with the Phantoms. Um, but the other guys, they're, they're ready to rock and roll. Thoughts on kids media. Wade, we go to you. Uh, I didn't really like a tard at all. Not just because the Andal thing, but uh, you're, not the only, you're not the only thing. You're not the only person. A lot of people. A lot of people. You know, maybe I'm watching him too much, but it just a lot of bonehead plays that he does. I think definitely needs to take the entire chance that he can to train with Team USA, and then some. Uh, Cam York, Jeez. I I wasn't a hundred percent sold on him. I still think he needs some seasoning. Really, I mean, he he did get seasoning with the NHL, which is good. But he was down there. He was down there though. A little bit yeah. more seasoning, <clears throat> a little bit more. Yeah, but I mean, we don't really have anything else to to bring up. Uh, what well, what was his name that I brought up the other day? Uh, was it Mola? Not Zamola. Wiley. Why Wiley? Yeah. They uh, I, they brought up uh, I, I Linus Hogberg. Well, they brought up him. they brought up Linus Hogberg. Uh, I don't know if uh, Sam, I know you're backstage and put it in a private chat. Uh, the difference between the stats between Linus Hogberg and uh, Wyatt Wiley, uh, they were substantially uh, in Wyatt's favor. Uh, I don't know why they didn't bring him up. He had more goals, um, more assists. Uh, I forget what they were exactly, but uh, you definitely should have brought him up. The right-handed defenseman, I believe, and that's what we've been we've been looking for all, almost all year. So, up oh, there we go. Uh, why it should have been brought up? We are all still puzzled. Okay, thank you for that. Um, with that being said, oh, there he is. There he is. I hear him. There he is. He's ripping it. Get him listening to a little bit of metal. Get that thing uh, honed in a little bit. Uh, with that being said, that's what we got for you guys today for Flyers Alley. Uh, for me, Anthony. Wade, Gummy Wade. I know he's got something. I'm just going to rip this real quick. I know he's got something. Like us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash Flyers Alley on Twitter at Flyers Alley Pod 1 and Instagram at Flyers Alley uh, and at www.oldcitysports.com. Old spelled O L D E for all your articles and OCS podcast. What do you got, Anthony? You got? Just real quick for Adder, you know, obviously he does need to go down. He's got to, you know, get his game to where he was confident in college. From his first game until the end of the season, he first started off just a bat out of hell, needed to be reined in, 
the last handful of games, I thought you kind of saw something where, hey, he can kind of control his game. He won't pinch like crazy. So that's fine with me. Train with Team USA or wherever he's going to train. Get some good minutes down in the minors. I won't lie to you. I'm with Gummy. I'm not totally sold on Cam York yet. I need to see him be really? tougher. I need to see him be tougher in the D zone. Really? I, do. I would yeah, have I thought do. you would have been a Yorker. I, I want to be. I want to be. But here's the thing. And you and I text all the time. Yeah. From the, you know, middle to the of the 2010s to 2011, the, the expectations were up here for the Flyers. Since, I don't know, 2013 until now, they're like here. No, no, no. We got to get them back to up here. We want to have better prospects. We want to have the best fucking team out there. We don't want to just get into fights. We want to win the goddamn fights. So that's why it's like, okay, you know, I want to buy in on York. I just, I want to see him clean up his game in the D end a little bit better. For the situation of what it was, we, we got something good. He didn't fuck up too much. Um, and I actually wasn't a York. I wasn't a big fan of York. I haven't been a big fan of any of these kids besides Jackson Cates has been my guy. He's been, he's been my guy since the beginning. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, in training with, uh, at the T- team USA, training <laughs> he's going to get some looks. He's going to, maybe he gets the training he needs. Uh, Cam York, he's training in Voorhees all, all summer. So, you know, uh, hopefully he, he may get what he needs. Uh, and some of these guys solidify to the point where they do make the roster. Cause I mean, what are we looking at right now? Anyway, who knows? I mean, there's nothing like developing in the NHL, right? I mean, if they can if they can hack it for a little bit in the NHL, maybe they make it. Uh, with that being said, thank you guys for showing up, uh, even though it was like three seconds before we went live. Um, thank you, Sam, for showing up, giving us our Flyers report. I think maybe next year we'll just do that just anyway. Um, it's a lot easier than me typing it in. It makes a lot more uh, <laughs> uh, But with that being said uh, – Thank you guys for showing up. Maybe we'll throw a couple more episodes. If not, we will see you guys for the draft. We will do an episode for the draft. And uh, that is Flyers. That was crying. Hey everybody, Jesse here again from Flyers Alley and Old Sea Sports Network. We got a great new sponsor in Lugaroo Custom Clothing. Our guy Colin Movie over there making great, great products. He's hooking up the Admiral with a new Admiral Flyers Alley jersey. Go to www.lugaroo.co. Pick out your custom made jersey. Great priced, top of the line product. Tell them that the Admiral sent you, get a great price.